Good evening, and welcome to Natural News at 7ish. Thank you for joining us, and welcoming us into your day. Come with me as we take a dive. A dive down deep. A dive around Port Phillip Bay to what were once kelp forests. What do you see? Spiky, expressionless, umami flavours. Any guesses? Wrong. It's a sea urchin. Well, it's hundreds of them moving 25 metres a year in a 500 metre long front ascending onto kelp forests at a rate so quick the urchins are creating a desertification event of the south coast of Victoria. This is not happening in Port Phillip Bay alone. It occurs in Tasmania and off the Californian coast. This imbalance in the rise of urchin numbers is thought to be related to warming sea temps. Kelp forests act in a similar manner to terrestrial forests, sequestering and capturing nutrients, providing shelter and protection for marine life and their following generations. As a double whammy, the desertification of these kelp forests also removes urchin predators, making this e issue even more of a pointy one. So you may be asking, what can be done? Scientists and government organisations in Victoria's Port Phillip Bay have been encouraging the harvest of these delicious looking creatures. These urchins are naturally a part of the ecosystem and it's their current population just got a bit too big for the britches. There's a current bag limit of 40 on these bad boys and a recipe for silky urchin pasta can be found on the ABC website provided in this here podcast description. The removal of these urchins from the environment by recreational activities alone will not alleviate the problem though every bit helps. Cult operations are now being performed with efficient techniques and strategies being developed. It takes three years for kelp to begin to come back from the pressure of the sea urchin horde, so if you're lucky enough to be enjoying a splash in a beautiful kelp forest, take a moment to look around. Take note of the wonder living within, and if you see in the distance a purplish colour with spiky points and no expression, take care. Put on a dive club. Take some home for dinner. Tell your friends, make dinner for your neighbours, talk to your community, and enjoy that umami flavour. Now, take another guess. A guess at estimating the global number of individual birds. Here's a clue. It is found by using the global observational data set created by citizen scientists on the eBird website, with 9,700 species listed. So what's your guess? Do you guess 50 billion? If so, you're correct. It was found in clarifying global abundances of birds that species are more often rare than abundant. There are only four species of birds that occur globally in populations over a billion. These findings express the value of citizen science clearly and should encourage the recording of observations. Use eBird, the Natural Values Atlas, or another organization's data recording websites to contribute. Now, Let's talk a little about crabs on acid. Ants, charismatically named crazy ants, found a way to Christmas Island, believed to have been introduced by a visiting ship in the late 20th century. The island it lays off the coast of Western Australia, near Indonesia and Sumatra. The crazy ants, they feed on scale insects, and have led to the death of an estimated 30 million Christmas Island crabs. The bright red Christmas Island crab is an endemic of the Christmas and Cocos Islands as well as a keystone species, a major contributor to the ecosystem. They undertake a migration event beginning in November, which seems it sees a mass of millions of crabs moving out of the rainforest understory to enjoy some time frolicking along the beach in a moonlight ritual event. The introduction of crazy ants has had a serious effect on the population of the Christmas Island crabs. 
the ants spray an acid into their eyes, which leaves them blind, and, and they squirts them into their joints too, which renders them immobile. To reduce the ant population, provide help to the Christmas Island crabs, a foreign wasp species, the Malaysian micro wasp, which feeds on the same culinary persuasion as the crazy ants, the scale insects, was introduced in a very targeted response to make sure that there wasn't another cane tone ending around the corner. The wasp managed to reduce a nest of ants from 700 to 10, though the decline in ant numbers is not happening at a quick enough rate. Talks are now being had to introduce another species of wasps to aid the crabs, though the process is one of a targeted and specific design, not one that can be rushed. Well, that's it, and that's that. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you all. Let's do this again next week. Until then, remember to think twice before releasing a biocontrol into the environment and spread the good word. Good night.